this particular podcast was kind of a weird one. Um, scheduling got kind of nuts. Um, I do have the last 15 minutes, the last half of this episode with David Amell talking about the fact that he was one of the only people who went out with this here phone, the Pixel 4, and actually did some proper astral photography. And you might have seen his tweet because it went pretty viral, but I talked to him about the process, about how he kind of like achieved all of that, what tools he used, uh, how he went out into like a rural place where there was like no light whatsoever, no light pollution from the cities. I thought mm-hmm. it was super interesting. And since I uh, and actually we are all in the process of our Pixel 4 reviews, I thought that would be yep. a great addition to the content so i I asked him to come on for a little bit and also when i was trying to get um not only david but also tk here as you can see on the youtube side uh to come on the other day i was having a lot of trouble with my voice so we kind of forced that 15 minutes with david and i kind of let him talk about the astral photography stuff while i recovered a little bit and now today the day after what you're going to see later i'm recovering from a wedding (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and like your the, wedding no yeah, no 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 like, no, oh, no, no, sorry, no one sorry. no one uh no one uh at isa about this um <laughs> yeah. isa um, i'm just joking i'm just joking seriously <laughs> two of my favorite people in the world got married here in san diego it was a lovely lovely wedding the alcohol was a flowing so i guess you can tell from my voice that i've been recovering from it and it's not even done yet so after this i'm actually going to another reception um but uh tk i, I will i will say this um, I am fortunate enough that not only have I been able to get the review unit for the Pixel 4 XL, I actually yeah. have another unit as well that I brought with me, and I didn't set it up at all. I just got past the initial startup, and at the table during our brunch reception, I told every one of my friends at that table, there were probably about a dozen of us, I said, hey guys, this other Pixel, I'm putting it right in the middle of the table. You guys can do whatever you want. Just make sure you take pictures. Use the portrait mode. Have fun. Yeah. So it was like one of those. Someone actually made the comment that it was like me putting down a disposable camera. I was about to say the exact same thing. I've I've had that happen where they just basically just, you know, just go have at it, take pictures, whatever. Mm -hmm. The point is just to kind of experience or get the raw experience of that event. Uh, without it being necessarily scripted by one person's point of view, right? Exactly. You're getting different people to play with it, which it's actually it's not a bad idea. It's a good way to you know see how the pixel performs and and show people what it can do. Yeah, and you know what I gotta say, like everyone was impressed with the camera, and um, the reason why that I wanted to do it, and I'm gonna put all of the footage and the photos together into like a, it's not even my final review. It's just gonna be like a vlog because I think mm-hmm. that a wedding is the perfect setting for. A pixel 4 because of the portrait mode um and you know what okay we've been we've been we've been getting like mashed in the face with all of these people going in different directions of yeah i wish the wide angle was there or people telling us and i'm sure you've gotten this tk as well where people were like the normal user the average user actually doesn't use wide enough the majority of people out there Pinch to zoom. Like think of all of our parents or all of our more elderly users who always pinch to zoom on every phone they have, not realizing that they're losing all of the quality. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, it, it, it's exactly. I, I, yeah, go ahead, finish up your thought. I'll, oh, I'll, I'll jump in after. Yeah, I was just going to say that this wedding was the perfect example because we didn't even plan it this way. It's just that you know we all wanted to sort of like me and my friends who all came to this wedding all wanted to kind of chill out together. So we mm-hmm. sat in the back row. 
the very last yeah. row. And here I was zooming in three, five, and eight times on the phone. And I got to say, like, I don't know if I can really put up, I don't know which photos I can put up right now, but it did a fantastic job. So if I were to just do this, so we're in the back row. It was a, it was a small wedding. So mm. um, actually, let me, let me go to photos. Um, I should do that, actually. So if I scroll down here and I show you what a photo looked like from 1x, so if hopefully the, there you go. Okay. So that's yeah, 1x right there, mm -hmm. okay? This was 5x. And it was able to get a lot oh, yeah. of detail. Um, it's not going to look great on the actual like video capture, but if I were to zoom in to this very photo, a lot of detail is there. Um, granted, because the subjects were far enough that I couldn't easily tap on the subject to make sure they were in focus, a few of these are a little bit blurred out. But you know what? Just by sheer quality alone, I'm looking at these photos. Like You can even see the bride laughing in this photo at 5x. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. I can even see it, and it's not that clear on this side. I can see her her head's going a little bit back, and yeah, she's, she's smiling. I couldn't believe it. And It's good. It was one of the few situations of all time that I actually zoomed in, got some good results, and was impressed. Um, and you were saying, TK, actually, um, since we've both been so busy over the last day or two. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. You had the same general experience just earlier today. So for me, I, I, uh, I spent the majority of today with my son at his swim meet. And um, all I can say is basically having to take pictures of your kid when he's across the pool and now the, all the way very far from where you are. Having having that flexibility of zoom and be able to actually get good pictures. You know, like when you zoom in and you give it a little a second for it to kind of like stabilize itself, it just the pictures come out really surprising. They did a good job. At 2x, obviously, it performs the best, and the further you get in, you do lose a little bit, but it's not enough for it to become bad images. Mm -hmm. um, it looks great, it works nicely, and I and I like the fact that they went with this lens. So that's why I never harp too much on the fact that we don't have, we didn't go with a wide over the zoom. I prefer it to be a triple camera setup. I think that's the combo uh, that if we if we look at Huawei, if we look at uh, Samsung and so on, they're all starting to adopt the triple camera setup, which I feel like we may get next year with the Pixel 5. Uh, obviously, oh since it's yeah. the fours, yeah, and we know the three A for the most part won't, or sorry, the four A will probably be some type of a variance of what we have now. Um, but I feel like it's it's a good lens. Let's put it that way. Whenever they do cameras, Google does it well, and mm -hmm. they make sure that it works well. Okay, so before we get too far into Pixel 4 talk, um, mm -hmm. I, d I did want to make sure I came on um, and talked about another development that happened from the Google side of things. And um, I guess I could start this off with a simple question that I know that we have tried to answer in the past. And it's, how much do you try to practice digital wellness? <laughs> I, I, I have to say, I practice it very well at, at initial setup of said device. That's, best, that's the best way to describe it. Mm. Whenever I get a new device uh, and I go through the setup, I go through the options and so on, and I turn it on. And I like to use it for at least a couple of days and turn yeah. it on and start going through the data and seeing how many hours I'm spending in each app and the reality of what am I doing all day on my device. So I try to do it. Uh, but after a few days, for some reason, for me, the data, it just doesn't go. And I think we've talked about it before. Mm -hmm. Like you said, it's the granularity of the data that generally just doesn't, you know. So I was in Instagram for two hours or I was, you know, in a three-hour marathon on TikTok. Don't, don't ask me why I'm in. <laughs> 
I am on TikTok, but it's just it's hard to get out of that app. You get on, you just you're gone. Oh, that's uh, what I hear. That's why I haven't installed it yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it it's fun. It's fun, uh, but just uh, yeah, <laughs> your attention span becomes into it's basically like Vine, but it, I mean it is Vine really if you think about it. But anyways. Um, I, I like it and I use it for the first couple of days and then afterwards I realize that it also does impact a little bit on the battery so I do turn it off. Oh, yeah, I start right. seeing it in my uh, in my battery uh, the processes running in the background. Well, so it, okay, so there's um, there's obviously that where you go to the digital wellness. I guess on iPhones you can call it screen time. That's the other way of putting it. And it's a way for you to see like what places you end up frequenting and staying in the most. Um, I exactly. guess in TK's case, it would be Instagram, TikTok might be a little bit high on the list. In my case, it would be YouTube. Absolutely. Because I usually have something playing in the background. Like that's just kind of how I am. I'm trying to break that. Uh, yeah. Anybody out there who might do the same, like I always have a truly wireless earbud in listening to YouTube videos as if they were podcasts. Not the best thing to do if you're not great at multitasking and I'm, I'm good some days, terrible other days. Um, but Google is really trying to put a lot of their best feet forward when it comes yeah. to digital wellness. And it also started this past, or it continued this past week with some apps that were that were released on the Google Experiments, like Play Store account, mm-hmm. I guess is the way to put it. Um, have you tried any of these? Because I have a couple that I have tried today because I went to a wedding and I wanted to try to be as minimal as possible. Failed. Spoiler alert. But I wanted to see if you've tried any of them. Uh, I, I saw them. I didn't get a chance to actually try to uh, try them out yet, mostly because I'm I'm knee-deep in Techtober. Yeah, I, <laughs> I can see that too. And I've been trying to prioritize my mental health over anything this Techtober, so that's the reason why you may not have seen like a slew of videos in the past. TK is actually the person who said that for me, on my personal channel, I do content in bursts. I'm never yeah. like a every other day or every day type person. I want to be, don't get me wrong, but you know, things happen. And um, my life and my work mesh so so well together that you're seeing an example right now. I went to a wedding this morning. The reception is in about half an hour and we're here recording a podcast. Like everything exactly. just- <laughs> Yeah, no, no, exactly. It's a, it's a simple, it's just, we're just chatting and we just happen to be recording it and it will be edited later. Yeah, exactly. I'll edit it a little bit later and um, everyone can enjoy um, yeah, yeah. So here's the first one. I mean, there, there, are, there are, I think, four or five apps. I installed two, okay? Okay. Which and two did you go with? I went with, and this one, I'm actually looking at it right now, and I'm a little bit ashamed of myself, but I know why this happened, okay? I know why this happened. I installed Unlock Clock, okay. and it's basically a live wallpaper, which gives you a big, like, it's a good-looking counter, but mm-hmm. it's counting how many times you unlocked your phone. <laughs> I'm at 59 and it's not even dinner time yet. <laughs> so I don't know what number I should be striving for, but this is telling me right now how much I have unlocked it, even though I was at a wedding for a good four hours earlier. And um, I don't so know if I. Before I, we go too far, are you using a wearable? Are you using a smartwatch of sorts? Okay. I'm using it- I'm using yeah, I'm using a wearable not right now now but I did actually just get my focals by north um, ah nice so I was using it with notifications and whatnot and I did learn a couple of things um, okay. as far as wearables are concerned if you don't filter your notifications you're getting everything into your smartwatch or your smart glasses in this case so if something has not come in that is important, you don't have to touch your phone. 
Yeah. And the majority of the times that I touch my phone, especially today when using Unlock Clock for the first time, was mm-hmm. not me checking if I got anything important because I didn't. I got nothing important today because I would have known if I did, they would have come up in the glasses. I was just unlocking it because it was a habit. I was just unlocking it because I was looking at something else. And for the most part, I was unlocking it because I was using the camera. So that's a little bit okay. Um, yeah. Well, you were at a wedding. It's, it's a perfect picture taking, you know, opportunity. So you're right. Yes. But it does. And it, unfortunately, it, it doesn't discriminate between uh, unlocking for the camera or unlocking for anything else. The moment you unlock That's the what the digital wellness it, app is for. Yeah. yeah. That and, one tells you where you were in, but this counts just the unlock. So you have to think about, you know, what's the, uh, I would say, like a, the normalizing factor mm-hmm. uh, of that 59. Maybe, uh, what, 10, 20 of those were taking pictures at a wedding if you didn't have that that obviously that number would be lower but that's why you want to do it over like a week or so to actually kind of get the median kind of yeah. like figure out what it is this was a one day thing and it was also a very specific day so yeah um i'm looking at it right now and yeah uh, again like i said before youtube is still at the most uh but second place in a very strong second place is camera usage and that makes sense yeah. um also, the digital, uh, by the way, it's not digital wellness, it's digital well-being, I, I just realized. Well, the um, wellness is on Samsung devices, so it depends. It's the Digital mm. well-being is the actual uh, the official one that from Google, so if you're picking up a Pixel device, but other OEMs, have they tend to change the name, but it's essentially the same thing. Gotcha. Um, yep. So in terms of digital well-being on the Pixel 4, what it's showing me for today is that, yeah, YouTube was still top, because I did wake, <laughs> it was a very early wedding, so I had to wake up early for it. So for the entire time that I was getting ready to go to the wedding, I had YouTube like in the background, like listening to stuff. Um, so that's one thing. And also digital well-being, it, it counter unlocks anyway. So this particular live wallpaper is just feeding off of an already built-in uh, data point from digital well-being. So, that's good. Yeah. No. So do, do you ever track your, your like unlocks? Is that something that you ever think about? I did at one point, but I have different ways of interacting with my data. So I get my notifications synced up to my PC, so I don't actually even have to turn on the phone. Oh, yeah. And I also do wear the, like the, I think this is the Wire Watch GT. So for the most part, unless it's an important thing, I, I don't look at my phone. Mm-hmm. But I would probably venture to say I'm around 30 to 40. I'm not going to lie. It's probably about 30 to 40 at least yeah. uh, minimum unlocking a day. That's, but like you said, it, it's it's hard to... It's the center of our day. It's in the center of our business. It's the center of our experiences with people. Yeah. So anytime I want to experience something, and, and, and again, I was taking pictures and, and videos at a, at a swim meet for my son. Every time he came up, I was opening up, unlocking, taking pictures and checking out those pictures and sharing them with family. So yeah, yeah, it, it, it racks up. Today is not a good example day. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like what everybody says, the diet starts tomorrow. Yeah, right. Um, and yeah. you know what? Like, It's also like a very... It's emotionally draining in a way because here I'll show you right now. Here, so I'll do this. Okay, sixty-two. Oh, you went to sixty-two in the, in, yeah, in the just three in the, minutes. Yeah, just in the <laughs> amount of time that we were here because I had it standing, like using this uh, this phone stand. I had it standing yeah. and I and I did stuff. So if I go ahead and unlock it, face unlock, which by the way is working pretty well, um, and I go here and I go to my main screen. Look how slow it goes. Sixty-three. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just telling you like oh you did it again <laughs> like that's pretty much what it's doing um oh, man. yeah you can feel the guilt right there exactly yeah. um, great job google this <laughs> so this morning um another thing that i realized and actually you know what um the the question of the episode is what i want to sort of pose to everybody uh first of all did anybody get a pixel 4 and 
Uh, that's the first question I want to ask. What's your experience with the Pixel 4? Then the second question, because this is the other topic that we're talking about, is like, um, what is your digital well-being like? You know, what does it look like for you? Do you actually try to practice it? Um, have you tried these new applications from Google? But really, what are your main practices? That's like my number one question. Um, I noticed, though, that this morning, when I was trying to get ready for this wedding, um, I realized that the reason why the number was rising so steadily was because I piecemeal my usage. Nothing mm -hmm. is ever one go on my smartphone. So for example, I'll go into Gmail, I'll pull up an email, but then I will I will hit the power button, put it down because I'm doing something else. Then I'll pick it up after that, hit the power button, read the email that I pulled up in my last unlock. Mm -hmm. And then when I'm done reading that, like each tiny little thing on the phone is a task. And I guess it's it's a mindlessness type thing where it's just like such a ingrained part of my life that I seamlessly move and weave in and out of my smartphone rather than trying to do everything in one fell swoop, which I don't know which would be better, but that's what I kind of noticed. I kind of racked up 10 yeah. immediately just reading emails. <laughs> that, well, it, it is. It's a simple thing because you know if you need it, you jump back into it and there's no wait time. You just mm -hmm. open up, unlock, get into it, and you're done. Um, and we do that. It's just there's a lot of things grabbing our attention now. So that's it's, yeah. it's not just your smartphone. It's everything else around you, you know, your TV, the radio, whatever you're going out and you're trying to do so many things. Um I don't think it's a bad thing to have a high number as long as you're you're being mindful of what you're doing and you also understand that there's a purpose to it. It's not just mindless unlocking to look at if you have a notification and locking it again. I yeah. think that those are the empty ones that we don't want to do uh, because at that point all you're thinking about is what's going on there. Uh, having a wearable will circumvent some of those because you can technically see the notification see if it's important mm -hmm. or not without having to open up your phone. Uh, but if you don't, it, it is. It does help you be more conscious. You know, Knowing yeah. that you were in YouTube for you know, two, three hours, or for me, TikTok for an hour and a half, makes me wonder what did I miss out on, yep. you know, because as fun as it is being in there for that long, I missed out on a whole bunch of different things that I could have been doing, you know, either mm -hmm. shooting a video, editing a video. I could have shot and technically went like halfway through editing a video properly in that hour and a half that I just wasted sitting, watching people, you know, lip sync to some other stuff <laughs> and, and making a few TikToks. That's I'm not going to say I didn't, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. it it has made me a little bit more mindful for sure. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, like <laughs> there's, there's a, I mean, the clickbaity title of a video like that would be like, you're using your wearables wrong. And like, <laughs> because a lot of people just sort of like, they almost, I know I've done this. That's the reason why I say they, I'm not, I don't mean to generalize, but I've done it where you take it for granted. You just absolutely take it for granted. When, when, when all of those notifications are coming in, you saw what you needed to see. Mm -hmm. There's literally no reason for you to open the phone unless you wanted to focus on other people's lives. And I'm talking yep. from the social media perspective. Mm -hmm. um, in the in the focals, uh, in these glasses, if I got an important message or email, I probably addressed it. So what am I unlocking my phone for? It's yeah. a habit. It's, it's it, a habit. It, it's a tick, man. We got we Scrolling through Instagram, watching YouTube, uh, Twitter. I actually don't use Twitter as much as I use the other stuff. So I'm yeah, surprisingly, I think uh, Instagram by far. I like the layout. I like the simplicity of it. Mm -hmm. Not to say that you know that Twitter can't get it. Just Twitter can get just crazy like a wormhole. You have to kind of search just so much into it. Instagram is a simple message. Check people's stories. Look at the pictures. 
and you know you can move on really easily. And it's it's a visual thing too, which is the crazy Very, part. Yeah, yeah, not a mu- not a much reading. You don't even have to read the description. You could just see exactly <laughs> what it is. Exactly. So I got one more. We'll we'll spend yeah. another minute or two on this one. Um, this one is and a straight up launcher replacement, and. I love the concept behind it. I think just conceptually, it's a very it's a very enjoyable idea. It's called Desert Island. So if you think about it, Desert Island, what are the X number of things that you would need if you were stranded on a desert island? That's basically what this is asking you. That's what it looks like. You get seven apps. When you set up this application, you get seven applications that you have access to via this launcher, and that's it. If you do really need to access other apps, you can hit that palm tree on the top and you get uh, access to everything okay. else. But it will tell you. It will I don't want to say shame you, but it will tell you. It does. Actually. No, no, it does. <laughs> <laughs> There's a guilt factor into these things outside oh, of Of course. You know, making making sure that you're aware of it, but yeah, but Well, I was okay. thinking about I was thinking about my work day, right? And I gave myself yeah. some leeway. I took away YouTube. Okay. okay. So I gave myself Audible and Google Podcasts. Because I still like having something in the background, but maybe I can find something a little more productive than just like Game Grumps episodes or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I I put Notion, which is my note-taking app, Telegram, so I can talk to people like UTK, the camera, obviously, Gmail, and then finally YouTube Studio because we are YouTubers. I was going to say, that's like, yeah, it's a a necessity for us, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, The one that was missing at at the wedding this morning was Instagram. So I could have, so I could post. You couldn't post to Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. That was the deal breaker immediately once the wedding started, and I was like, "Oh, I can't post." All right, off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm I, laughing, but I I, re- I under I realized that it, I mean it is a dilemma. You did hit a, it, it it's a it's a point of thing that you know obviously it, it takes a lot of. I would say mindfulness to have digital well-being or digital wellness. It, mm-hmm. it takes a lot of focus on it, and it's it's hard. It's it's not easy. It it is. It does take some work. Yeah, absolutely. And <laughs> it's just really funny how that all worked out because I just sat there and I was like, "All right, I'm at a wedding. I don't want to be distracted. Put turn on the camera, hit share. It didn't let me go to Instagram, and I was like, "Oh, I, like I can't." I'm a, I'm a, and I was joking with all my friends because they know what I do for a living and they've always yeah, yeah. joked with me about it. Like, I can't be an influencer today. <laughs> <laughs> and oh they were just God. like, shut yeah. up, Josh. And then I was like, all right, fine. I'm going to go to Inst- I'm going to turn this off and go to Instagram. Screw it. <laughs> oh, dude. It, yeah, it, it does take some time. And, and, and I think, honestly, I think it's, it's like, it's, it's a bad day to it's like not to quote an old movie but it's, you know it's if you remember the back uh, the the movie airplane where the guy kept saying this is a bad day for me to you know quick smoking quick drinking oh, yeah. all that it's just it, wedding and in events big events it's a little bit hard but i think on a general day to day you probably would have done quite well but yeah, yeah i think it would have been all right and also i have to say you know as far as it's funny how digital wellness could be achieved by adding more tech and yeah it's a weird it's a weird way of looking at it and having these on I was literally watching the ceremony and stuff was coming in and mm-hmm. I was like oh okay swipe it away oh okay whatever oh okay swipe it away and so in those moments I was like okay yeah I don't have to touch my phone at all I love this and then the Instagram thing happened so. <laughs> uh but yeah um I would actually I would encourage everyone to try these apps because they are really interesting concepts that I think we all need to be more into that's why i wanted to talk about it today yeah um 
in TK, your case, um, I feel like you would actually be like, aside from TikTok, I guess, I think you would actually be <laughs> able to practice this a little bit better than me. TK um, on TikTok, that that's gonna be a that's gonna rhyme. I, I'm gonna have to change that. <laughs> <laughs> it it it's a little bit. It's hard. It's you're right. It does take a lot of focus, but you know, at the end of the day. You can you can achieve anything you put your mind to, and it just requires that you need to be able to focus and just don't do it on the day where you know you need to be in your on your device all the time. Yeah, you got to be on. I guess is the word. Yeah. Um. But yeah. All right. Cool. Well, I do have a mid uh, a mid ad. So that was the whole idea by having like you here and then Imol in the. Oh yeah yeah. Pardon me. Sorry. Um. It was the whole idea of having you here and then Imol on the uh, David Imol on the last half. So make sure you know where to find TK using all of the links that are in the show notes and in the description. Um. Scheduling and technical difficulties aside, uh, hopefully that you guys are enjoying this particular episode so far. So let's go ahead and head to the break, and I'll uh, just read off an ad for you, and then we'll get into our final discussion regarding astral photography on the Pixel Four. Perfect. Life is full of choices, and Belkin offers a variety of tech solutions that keep you connected to your world so you never miss a beat. Between Belkin's cables, screen protectors, and wireless charging docks, Belkin is the go-to brand for keeping your smartphone ready to go at any time. Now, Belkin's cables are built to last and supported with a five-year warranty, so if you feel like you're constantly buying new chargers because they break or burn out, I mean, we've all been there, you should switch to Belkin. And with all of our personal information that's stored on them, you get a Belkin privacy screen protector to reclaim your privacy. Wireless charging stands and screen protectors are all great, but right now from what Belkin sent me, I'm actually really appreciating the extra iPhone cables I now have for multiple bags. Uh, so the iPhone 11 Pro, which I got recently, only has one fast charging cable on the box. That's lightning to USB-C, but now I have another one that is pretty stylish too. It's braided. It actually has a clip on it so you can keep the cord organized. And honestly, it's just a great addition to have. So you get better performance, better durability, better quality, just better with Belkin. Go to Belkin.com and use the promo code weekly at checkout for a 30% discount. This offer is good until the end of January. So go now to Belkin.com and use the code weekly for 30% off. All right. I need to apologize real quick because um, my voice is not cooperating. This is the day before the rest of the show that you watched, um, so far at least, with TK. I did want to make sure I got David on because he's probably the person who's done the most well, you, rather, David, are the person who's done the most with one of the main features of the Pixel 4's camera, of which I'm finally getting to. I finally got my Pixel 4. Uh, this is the XL. <laughs> yeah. And I, I do completely believe that this phone is a little bit too big. I'm too used to the smaller phones by now. So I did have to put this uh, this moft thing on the back so that I could... Oh. <laughs> um, it's big. <laughs> it's it's big, but the reason why is because it can stand on its own. It's also a card holder. So, like, you know, I'm going to talk about this thing kind of in the future with the accessories video. But in any case, I have yet to mess with the camera extensively. I'm bringing it with me to a wedding this weekend, uh, partially why I'm recording the show the way that I am right now. But you're the one who has gone out. Your Twitter actually was ablaze with so many uh, <laughs> likes and retweets because you did the you actually tested out the astrophotography proper. So I kind of wanted to hear what your process was with that and what your thoughts were on the astrophotography. Yeah, so a couple of things. Um, I actually got together with Mark Lavoie, who makes the Pixel cameras software, uh, about a week before the event to talk about the new features. And I think the one he was most excited about was the astrophotography. Um, and little plug, I've got an article that you guys should all check out that I worked very hard on <laughs> uh, about that interview. So if you could drop that in show modes or something. But anyway, 
how this works is it's basically HDR plus on steroids. Um, so the way that HDR plus works is that it takes a bunch of really short frames and then it stacks them together because the gyroscope in the phone knows exactly how much your hand has moved. So it's able to stack the pixels on top of each other, raise the shadows. And then usually when you raise shadows on an image that doesn't have a lot of data, you get random noise. But because it's taking the average pixel color of every single pixel, it's able to make those pixels basically eliminate noise because it's taking like 10 to 15 um, exposures. And so if you have one pixel that's white and nine of the 10 pixels are blue, then it's going to be 90% blue, which is cool. Mm. So anyway, the way that astrophotography works is you go on night sight on your Pixel 4, and this is going to be ported to Pixel 3, and I'm sure that the people at XDA are porting them to every other phone right yeah, now, Yeah, Gcam, all the The cool things. thing about this... <laughs> yeah, the cool thing about this is it's purely software. There's no hardware involved, uh, which means that it's just something that we could have had, like, three years ago, but it's just now coming around. Um, but basically what this does is, in night sight, if the phone detects that your hand... Or, well, that the phone has not moved at all, uh, if it detects that it's like completely still, so this means on a tripod or even leaning against a rock. This is something that Mark was trying to make apparent to people is that you don't need any stuff. You can just use your phone. If you're in, in an area where there's not too much light pollution, um, lean it against a rock and your phone will detect, oh, it's dark and I should do astro mode. So basically it does HDR plus but instead of taking 10 to 15 extremely short exposures, it takes 15 to 16 15 second exposures. Oh. So it's actually long exposures, but it's a burst, it's 15 to 16 long exposures, and then does the same thing. But instead of moving the frames and aligning them because your hand is moving, it aligns them because stars move because the earth is turning <laughs> because it knows exactly how fast the earth is turning and relative. And so then you're able to like bring out the stuff. And then also there's another layer applied um, called semantic segmentation where the phone is able to understand, Oh, that's the sky. I'm going to edit that a little bit differently. Mm. Um, so what we did was one of the nights before the review went live uh, a couple of nights before, um, Good friend Adam Molina, friend of the show, drove us, uh, me and Chris Carlin, over to Montauk, which is like, it's a point, it's very basically the farthest east coast point of New York. Um, it's cool, it's like near Long Island, and there's pretty much no light pollution there besides a lighthouse, and super dark, so even driving on the way there, you could see stars in the sky. And we just went out there, it's like three hours, and we just set the pixels up and we started taking photos and they came out freaking amazing okay so um, these I, these particular ones uh i'm gonna put them up on the video uh the ones with people in them okay so obviously you mm -hmm. and then the three of you uh, my first question is um like heading all the way out to montauk is it actually have you tried using the astrophotography in places where there is light pollution like what is what is the effect that comes out because of that so I haven't really, but I know a couple of other people have. Mm -hmm. And from what I've I, what, what I've seen is that it's just not as many. The stars just don't come out as well. Oh, uh, okay. Um, you still get a really good exposure but, though, right? It's just that. Yeah. Okay. So the thing about the thing about astro mode is like also the phone has to detect that it's dark enough, and 
if you're in like a city, I need to actually, I should test this maybe tonight, but if you're in a city, it's very likely that the phone would just say, uh, just use night regular sight mode night, and yeah. will not trigger Astro. Because it's in the night sight setting. It's it's not even a separate setting. The phone just says astrophotography on when you're in night sight. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yes. You can't toggle it on. But. Okay. So when it was when it was all of you guys in 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 those photos, <laughs> I'm sure this yeah. is a question. This is a question you got a lot on the Twitter feed. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> did you have to stay still for that? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> And, and four minutes, I will tell you, feels like a freaking eternity. You know what? I <laughs> have to give you guys a lot of credit yeah. because you like you were really, really still. Like it doesn't seem like yeah. you actually moved. You guys were still pretty clear. I I feel like I would have like yeah. blurry eyes because I I keep blinking and I keep twitching. Well, <laughs> if you can throw a couple of these up, the, there's one that we turned. Um, actually, a friend of mine, Patrick Tomaso, turned into like a music video poster. It was funny with Olaf sitting on a swing. Yeah. And that was pretty easy to stay still because we were able to like just attach ourselves to something. There's another one where I'm leaning against yeah. uh, that swing and Adam just flashed a flashlight in my face for like half a second in one of the portraits. There's another one where I am just standing. And if you look at my face at all, it's definitely blurry. Because if if you're standing and you have and your feet are the only anchor points, you're gonna sway, and it's very very hard for you to stay still enough. So if you're gonna try this with yourself, I recommend against. <clears throat> I might recommend leaning against something or whatever. Actually, in really old, the olden times. Um, yeah, all, this this is how photography cameras, used to be, right? Because yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Pretty much every photograph before used to be the light was actually like engraved onto uh, these sheets. Mm-hmm. And you had to stay still for like five to 15 minutes. And so they would actually, (laughs) they would actually put people like on chairs and they would wear special suits under their clothes that would bolt them against the chairs so that they wouldn't move at all. And they would have like a neck, a neck brace so that they wouldn't sway at all. And that's how that things used to be taken. So yeah, if you can, if you can stay still, (laughs) then it's actually pretty sick. And it it can be really, really cool for, uh, for portraits if you want to get like, stars in your portrait well that's the thing though right so it's um obviously these are night portraits astrophotography portraits whatever you want to call them um but this is a specific night sight mode right it's not like you can do this in the portrait mode or anything like that that'd be too much to ask right it's just in night sight and then it just will say astrophotography on you can't even toggle you can't even say like i want to use astrophotography oh and i'm sure our the guys at xda could probably figure out how to separate it into a separate mode um, and you could do some interesting stuff with that, but yeah, you can't, you can't say like, I want to do night sight. You just have to like have it still. And then once it recognizes that it's not moving at all, it'll just say astrophotography on and you hit the button. So you mentioned that you, you leaned it up against a rock. Did you not bring like a tripod or something for, for these purposes? I, I, I use the tripod for most of the shots. Oh, okay. Um, the shot of us on the swing though was just, I just grabbed a rock and I wanted, cause I wanted the angle to be super low. Mm-hmm. So I just grabbed a rock, a rock and leaned it up against it, and it worked really well. Like honestly, like Mark uh, Lavoy was saying, like yeah, like you can do this with the rock. And and it honestly, what I feel like Google tries to do with their camera is they think of it more as a Swiss Army knife of imaging rather than a traditional camera oh, yeah, system. For sure, you know, it's like there you can do so much stuff with computation that it's it's becoming. You know, even with Huawei and their like 50x zoom, it's like sure it's blurry, but you can't see that with your regular eyes. <laughs> so it's cool. And then a OnePlus with their macro mode, and it's just like 
I don't know. It's it's neat that these cameras are becoming more Swiss Army knives. Yeah, because um, yeah. the day that we are recording this particular portion of the episode, um, this is when the Pixel is pretty much like available. I got Best Buy emails and whatnot, mm-hmm. so it's yeah. available. Um, so I guess that's why I wanted to talk about this a little bit because this is going to be one of those nebulous, <laughs> literally nebulous features that um, a lot of users out there might want to try out, but they don't really know where to start. So I guess for the final minute yeah. or so here, like any general tips that you want to give them, like if you look at David's own situation, he had to drive out really far to a place where there's like no light whatsoever. I guess for people on the <laughs> West Coast, that might be like Death Valley or in the desert or something like that or in the mountains uh, rather. But when you're in LA, um, it's it's easy to get light. Yeah, <laughs> LA would be pretty hard. Yeah. Uh, Eber from Hardware Connects, a friend of ours, he posted a photo that he took in Montreal. Mm. Um, Now, again, I'm pretty sure Montreal has like more trees and probably less light pollution. So it was easier. But he did. He showed a before and after of like what came out of the camera and what came out of the camera was not so apparent. But he did a little bit of editing in Lightroom, probably like the dehaze filter or something. And he made it look really cool. Nice. So I think it's I think it's still possible to pull out the stuff even if it doesn't come out in auto mode. My photos were completely untouched because there was no light pollution. One other thing I want to say though is that the night that we did it, the moon was crazy bright because I think it was like two days after the full moon and it was nuts bright. But I would really like to try this again in Montauk or somewhere similar when the moon is like not full at all mm. because you get this crazy the moon like kind of illuminates a lot of the sky. And we got banding in a couple of photos strictly because the moon was like, you could see the rays of light basically and how far they got. So it was, it was interesting, but um, yeah, try to just try it on a really dark night if you can. And I mean, Hey, maybe if you can get it working in a city, then it might be cool. Yeah, I agree. We have to be somewhere where they literally turn off all the lights, (laughs) (laughs) which would be really tough. Because it will detect how much light it has. Like if you take the pixel and you put it face down on a table and you leave it there, it'll say astrophotography on. So it, it doesn't need to know that there's a sky, but it does need to know that there's very, very, very little light. (laughs) Uh, Specific equipment uh, that you might tell somebody to have. I mean, I know that I have a handheld, uh, tripod over here that i would use yeah anything that will keep it stable um basically that's it (laughs) yeah yeah there are a lot of phone clamps i'll tell you what i'm gonna go ahead and link a couple of them in the show notes so make sure you check those out i mean i had you have some big names like monfrotto and gorillapod for those kinds of things anyway yeah i mean i'll drop a non-sponsored sponsor in here but (laughs) but peak peak design um I have their tripod. They sent it to me, full disclosure, and I'm not trying to get people to buy it. But they do have uh, this little clip in the bottom that pulls out, and there's a phone mount in it Mm. that you can mount onto the tripod. So that's pretty cool because you can use it for your camera and for your phone. Yeah, I'm sure there are some enthusiasts out there who know about this for sure. Yeah, probably. Or you can go on Amazon and buy a $5 phone clip. It's like either way. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. And just use like an existing tripod because a lot of those phone clips should uh, screw onto those plates. Yeah. And then just like point it up or point it over. I can imagine something like uh, Lake Arrowhead would be pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I've seen, I saw, I think one person did it over a lake and it was freaking awesome. And then the Northern Lights are in in the official Google images Mm -hmm. and I really want to try that. So I'll probably head to Norway at some point here and, and so casually you um, said that i'm just gonna head to norway <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> well, yeah. in any case, I just wanted to make sure to that to get some of that because I know that not too many people have actually done the astrophotography. I know you did, so I wanted to make sure. Yeah, mine totally on. blew the hell up. I have five and a half thousand likes on that, and I've never got that many likes on a tweet before. That's awesome. Uh, so yeah, make sure you yeah. follow him all over social media. Uh, given that my voice is really not cooperating right now, I'm going to go ahead and do the outro <laughs> after the fact where I'll go ahead and give you all the links and everywhere that you can find TK and, of course, David Amell, who you're watching right now. So let's go ahead and pop over to the outro. Thank you so much for watching or listening to the podcast, uh, especially with how crazy the scheduling was and also with how weird my voice was being in a couple of segments. But in any case, head over to the show notes and also to the description if you're watching the YouTube channel uh, so that you can see all the links for both TK Bay and David ML. Also, links for myself at JV Tech T and also for Pocket Now. And we will see you in our next episode.